Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce, marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Hello. Picture it. Some guy goes in and talks to you in a bar, and yeah, there's a camera there. Did you ever think you were going to have to show up to a fucking tell-all <laughs> on 90 Day Fiance to talk about how some creepy-ass guy hit on you, a.k.a. what happens to attractive women on the daily? Uh, Poor Debra. Where'd they dig this bitch up from? <laughs> Well, she had to sign a release to be on That's camera true. at all. So they got her information. They do always act like the producers of 90 Days just searched and searched for this person. And you're like, well. I, I think I didn't think she was going to, we were ever going to see her again because she was shown in this kind of behind the scenes she was. thing. And I think it was a low blow to show that in a She might have, they didn't make a big deal of it in production. Mm. And they made such a big deal out of it at the tell-all because it they was did. important, it was obviously. Important. Yeah. Why wasn't it featured more? Did Why you? didn't they actually air that? Sometimes I feel like, because they want to save like juicy moments for the tell-all because they, I think they want to see, they want to see Cleo's reaction to it for the first time. So. Which um, Cleo, it's, as Cleo said, I'm disassociating. <laughs> So that's, we that's, all are. That's my new. <laughs> Y'all, Sean was disassociating like a motherfucker. <laughs> that whole thing about um, when they're talking about Jasmine Pink. Anytime they got into deep Sean just Sean just go. Mm -hmm. mm, mm, I liked mm. it when she used her auntie voice with David. <laughs> when when David's doing all this stuff with his hands, she's like David. <laughs> David Mitchell McClintock, your mother would not like you doing that, child. Davidster. It did feel like her auntie voice. It did feel David. like her auntie voice. <laughs> Y'all, this is B90. We're in New York. We are in New York City. This is B90. This is your tell-all. Part two, our part one. End of the season. 
We are in my hotel room in New York City. Um, looking at a beautiful view of Central Park right now. We're not in Jake's room because, well... <laughs> I would just slide off the chair because it would have lube on it. No, your room has a bigger setup this way. My room's actually bigger, but he has the fuck wall. So we're here, and you have you have a chaise, and I only have a daddy chair. You did, but you were you told you you quickly um, separated the chaise so that there's also a fuck stool. Yeah. It's a talent so, I have. If you're on the, so if you're on the intimate portrait, you're seeing a little bit of, we're very washed out. I love this light. It's yeah. too much light, but we look 20. And we sound really rough. Well, we have we, evidence of that. Because what, what, did you see our thing? 90 day fiance pillow. Yes, we got a 90 this day fiance pillow. actual pillow talk. This, this is pillow talk. Pillow biter. We talk. should sit on the bed for that, but I don't want to. No, sit I don't want to sit on the bed you. with you. No, no, mm-hmm. no. It's against Feels God's weird. will. Feels, it is. Even Misha would say. Mm, <laughs> well, she would probably say that anyway. Nicola uh, would pray for Nic- us. Nicola would pray. Um, so yes, we did go to the ninety day fiance party last ten night. year anniversary slash. 10th season celebration. Yes. Yeah. We've already, by the time you're hearing this episode, we would all, we would have already put out just a, we're doing our own special episode of Our Night with the cast of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. That's what we're calling it. I like it. Our it's, it's Night. Sensor. Boy, that branding is great. What? <laughs> you're the one that came our up with ni- it. I didn't say that. You no, said I it earlier. I didn't brand it. I think I said our... Our, I, but I didn't expect you to use that branding. Well, don't talk then, and I won't <laughs> listen to you. Fine. I'm just being supportive. Um, so you've already heard that. that was not we, for prime time. It's on the public feed and and on the the RG plus. But we've already told you all the sort of details. Um, since then, um, Jake is uh, now betrothed to um, someone at TLC. Now, <laughs> now, now, Winter and I are texting. <laughs> I actually do need to say this. I'll probably say this on the Thursday show. For some reason, I got stuck talking to Winter at the bar. I love talking to her. And she was drunk. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I told her I was drunk too, y'all. Yes, you were. Um, I, I wasn't sober either. Like, I was – and part of the problem is we have certain cast members, <clears throat> Veronica, <clears throat> Jovi, <laughs> who um, – Relish in bringing people drinks. It, it's funny yeah. how couples would attract us. Jovi like immediately glommed onto you. Yeah. And Yara and I talked for a long time. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about all this in the thing. If you want to hear, it's in um, our special podcast episode called Our Night with the <laughs> Cast of Night Day That's terrible. We had a great time with, um, we had a great time too with Mary Payne. And we met... Should we mention this? No. Well, we already have. You, we forget this is going to work. Oh, fuck that. It's already aired. They I'm already know over. who we met. You are hungover. I just want to shout Don't out. Don't let Jody, Joby bring you a Sazerac, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what was in it. <laughs> you're feeling it. I want to get our podcast right um, because we were there with Mary Payne and Ingrid. Ingrid was there. Um and also Ashley Ray, who's TV I say with yes, Ashley TV Ray. Yes, TV I say. She, who we're planning on doing a collab whenever we have time. But um, she was there too. So it was great to have a little little podcast. We had a great there. time. We had a wonderful time. It was 
and hats off to TLC on such a great thing. And um, we met Matt Sharp. They know. They already heard it. I know, but I, like, I'm just excited to talk oh, about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're very excited. So I called him Daddy. <laughs> did. We did. We both did. We both did. And he laughed. He and uh, and I'm like, no, really. I, I call you need, Daddy. I think we needed to record the episode where we talk about the night before. Because you, you're going to talk about it now like they haven't heard it. But they've already heard all this. I'm Why sorry. don't you like give I'm me silent. grace? It feels like I'm silencing you. I don't mean Why to. Why don't you give me grace? It's just, you, you are the. You hate keeping secrets. I you just want to talk it. about my experience <laughs> from our night with the cast of <laughs> God, that's one of the clunkiest. It actually hurts me to say the clunkiest thing possible. We're gonna have to do it tonight. Maybe we'll get a. Maybe I'll get a drink from the hotel and they'll bring it up and we'll just have a little hair of the dog. I could use a Bloody Mary about right now. Oh, that does sound good. You know who did well? Is I need. Y'all. I need. I need Ingrid, something I in my stomach. Got a little drunk. Mary Payne held it together. She did. She did. She didn't get white girl wasted no, like she did. <laughs> Mary Payne really held it together. Ingrid, Ingrid was Ingrid was getting close to me at the end of the she, night, like talk did, close mm-hmm. talking. Um, my screen went off on my computer. Y'all I forgot my camera, but it's still recording because the green light's on. That makes me nervous. Well, it's well, still how recording. will I know if I'm in the frame? How I know how I look I'll when just, I'm... I guess I'll just get up and touch my screen every 10 minutes. But is it not plugged in? Well, no, it's plugged in, but I don't know how to make it stop. It just I does I think you that. just keep it on the whole time. Well, I did, but it's got a screensaver. Fine. Here we go. It stops after 10 minutes. Do so. we have any announcements um, oh, besides that? Uh, y'all, Golden Bachelor, out this weekend. How did you like our episode? Out Friday. Well, wait, wait. We, so episode one is out. <laughs> Poodles hung over. <laughs> we might have to get that Bloody Mary before part two. Fuck. I was, I, I probably, well, I would, thank goodness we ate dinner That afterwards. was helpful. Again, Mary Payne handled that well. I always hate it when I eat when I'm drunk because I never eat successfully. And then I think that food was actually tasty. Like you don't remember eating the food? No. I do. You, you did. You did at one point. There was this really good ravioli we were eating, and oh yeah, and I, I do remember you that. The, and you and you reached across and you took it aboard and you just shoved the whole thing <laughs> in your mouth and went and then swallowed it. Yeah, I don't usually. I drink, but I don't usually get drunk. We haven't gotten drunk in a long time. I was pretty drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. I blame certain members of the cast. <laughs> For bringing me more than one drink. Uh, it was a beautiful venue. All right. It was oh. cute. <clears throat> okay. There were hot waiters. Jesus. Was. New York waiters are the hottest fucking the waiters in the, the world. The with the dark hair. Holy Whoa. shit. I know. I complimented this woman. He was a dress. stunner. I said, your dress is so pretty. She said, thank you. It's like, no, it's stunning. And your makeup was like, what do you do for TLC? And she said, I'm here. I'm a waitress. <laughs> And I said, well, you look gorgeous. Can I get a drink? <laughs> I'm here. Drink. I'm a waitress. Wow. Um, y'all, it's Cocktober. It's Cocktober, and you're getting hand-tossed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Golden Bachelor, uh, there will be more... Um, I think I think we we make the official announcement now. We are not doing Below Deck Med. Mm. 
officially, I'm still watching. Um, I've got it downloaded for the plane. I'm very oh, excited. Good. Uh, because I, I need to let you guys know what Big Sand is up to. Yes, um, I think you were very excited to learn what her gateway drug was. <laughs> I think that would please Yeah, you. I got all hopped up on quaaludes one time. <laughs> what are quaaludes? Quaaludes are, you've obviously never seen like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, but oh, I have. It kind of slows long- you down. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's... Uh, what do you take them for? To feel good? No, it's just, yeah, it's just like, oh. it's like, they're almost like... It's it's a kind of mind altering. Oh. Yeah, I've never taken them. I just like how quaalude has two A's in it. It's a cool word. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Quaalude. 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 So yeah, you're getting hand tossed. So I think it's going to be a bi career. I'm going to offer it. That word. Yes. Um, Love is blind's wrapping up soon. We've got uh, no two more weeks. But but these well, I meant like it's wrapping. Yes, we've got. <laughs> The last episodes and then episode 10 will air in a couple F- weeks. We Five through seven just dropped this past weekend. Yes. Um, and eight and nine drop next week and then 10 the week of my birthday. Oh, it is yes. your birthday month. You were found on a out Friday the this year. Poodle was born on the week of theater. <laughs> Boy, that's the... I need, I need to know. I need to see where you found that. It's in this astrology book. It said, I, my week was dancers and dreamers, which makes sense because I always know I have, I'm a dancer. I'm not a dancer. No. I'm telling you. I know this, as Oprah says, what I know I'd, for sure. If I was enrolled in dance classes when I was a little child, I think I would be a professional ballet or tap dancer. I've seen you lumber around the well, stage. I never was trained. <laughs> never was trained. I think I would have, but again, my mom wouldn't put me in dance class because it was too much. You have the bearing of Bluto. No. <laughs> from, uh, my dance teacher at North Texas said I had some of the most gorgeous feet for points she's ever seen. I'm, I'm telling you... I was a dancer yeah. in my past life. I know it. Yeah, they couldn't I have, have called Petey. They probably didn't have uh, enough um, uh, for your shoulders. They couldn't find a little ballet costume big yep. enough for it. Probably. It was a, <laughs> I was a female ballet dancer in my past life, by the way. Not a male, I can tell. Yeah. Probably Russian. Anyway, um, thanks for that. You're welcome. Uh, so I think that's it. Announcement wise, right? Anything else we needed to say? I, I feel like I'm missing something, but I'm hungover, so we'll I don't really fucking later. care. Yeah. Um, On the second show. Uh, yeah. Y'all, we're going to, um, tr- before we start, trigger warning beginning, miscarriage. We're going to be talking about that. How, how are we going to know how long the show's going? Here. Well, we're not. Maybe I can get my phone out. Oh, well, I can look. No, there's a timer at the bottom of the, the, the screen. How, but we, don't, we won't know once the screen goes dark. No, I'm going to keep touching it, get up and touch it every 10 <laughs> minutes. So that way it won't go dark. Okay. So that's what we're doing. We're doing our best. Y'all, intimate portrait, you're paying for this. Because we're doing our best. We're tired. Otherwise, we couldn't travel. We're tired. Ever. People want to see us in New York, and we don't have time to do anything. Okay. Anyway, let's just jump Sean into Robinson this. Sean was not at the tell-all, or at the 10th anniversary party. She was not. Thought that was, I thought that was just a choice. She kind of represents the brand. Yeah. All that. She lives in New York, like, or at least I think she does. I don't know where she lives. Um, Just seemed like she would be here. Hmm. That's true. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Missed opportunity. 
But um, we're going to tell you on our, or you've already heard it, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if go you ahead. haven't, go back and listen to it. Go we'll ahead. tell you who who was all. I actually love talking to the TLC people the most that, yeah, that like great. we met. That was great. And um, because I didn't have to worry about thinking I'd said something bad about yeah. them. Like when Liz was like right in front of me and I was like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? That was with you. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, what do I fucking say to you? I have nothing to say to you. I think she was drunk already. She so was. It helped. She was. And so was Pred. I never talked to him. Yeah. Just something. Anyway. Yeah. I, I didn't talk to him. Okay. So <clears throat> Sean asked Violet. She says, hey. are you? <laughs> <What? Hey. laughs> our night Y'all, with the cast. Just imagine. With me going, just imagine me saying, "What the fuck do I say to Liz?" Yeah, it's true. What do you say? Um, <laughs> anyway, rile it, rile it. We're wrapping this up. Thank God. Uh, you know they're not together right now. But so Sean asks, and he needs to understand what he happened. Needs to understand, so I can process, and the whole show needs to stop so Riley can understand and have feelings. This man is exhausting. He is. When he was, he really put the nail in the coffin when he was coming after Razvan. I was like, don't you come for him. So y'all, we find out, is, we we find out the the cutaway was, is Violet pregnant? Pregnant. Pregnant. With Riley's child. And trigger warning here. She says, it's difficult for me because I'm, (laughs) she says, in only Violet's way, I am old and I am not in good health but I could not keep the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. In other words, it sounds like nothing was spelled out um, uh, specifically. It sounded like she had a miscarriage. Yes. Um, and and at that point, Misha and Jasmine just cry. And, and Violet's almost like she couldn't talk about it, so she immediately kind of loses it. She does. And Misha cried this whole time. She did. She was always I, crying. She kind of won the tell-all for me. Her and Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. She Wait. had, well, no, Jasmine for sure. Yeah. Misha had like good takes no, on a lot of people. She, okay, so I will say, does it, because we didn't feel like we got this a lot. Does a tell-all cause resolution? Do we learn new things? We got that from more of this tell-all. Like some of the- This even, part- even Misha, as a cast member, we'll talk about that, left kind of with a different perspective yeah. on this. So um, so then, and then Riley's like, Riley, what do you think about that? He's like, well, I, until I understand everything, I can't emotionally attach to whatever happened. So, and I wrote down, can you have a lick of fucking empathy? No. Instead of this, this was where I'm like, oh, you haven't changed at all. No, even... Even Tiffany, who's your friend, became more understanding of Violet. Y'all, there's no hope for this man to change and to be vulnerable and let someone else in his life. Come on. No. That's when I went, fuck you. Fuck you. Because she's, Sean says, well, how do you feel hearing this? And he says, that's what he says. Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of like, he doesn't say anything like, I'm so sorry she went through that. No. I hate that I it's couldn't all about be him. there her. It's all about him. Around. He was like, you, he, he started to say, but he didn't. But you, you kind of, you could tell he was going to wanting to say, well, I was kind of like, uh, eh. Well, oh, here's the thing. Off. Let me fix it. Here's, here's the thing. As soon as we're, they're talking about that, Tiffany even says, well, as far as the timelines, who 
I finally figured out what this was, her outfit. This was Unitarian pastor realness. Yes. Yes. Like rainbow robe. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even when she left, was spoiler, she went, find love. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was like, find love. That was my favorite thing of the entire tell. Find love. I kind of love her now. I kind of like love her. Oh, tri- come on. She's a star fucker. She yeah, just want to exactly, be on television. But she's good. She's, she's good. Uh, tell- I hope we never see Rylan again. Riley. Yeah, definitely. Well, the thing about it is, and I wrote down. And she's like, you know, as far as the timeline, four weeks later, I believe that it might have been yours talking to Riley. I'm like, are we really going to talk about this right now? Mm-hmm. That we're like, but here's the thing. What would it have mattered if that's, if it's even his child or not? This woman lost a child. It is. It's insensitive as fuck. Well, Sean pushed that too. So the producers pushed that too. I thought so. I found as soon as someone says they miscarried the baby, you should just been like, well, okay. We're going to have ne- to leave that well, here. We're going to leave that here. Now that's where you use that, that phrase. Or, or what's next? Or like, this can't be solved today. That's horribly sad. We're so sorry. We're, you know. I felt disgusted. It's, um. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, 
We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love
love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. It was just, it was, and like the fact that they were talking about the, the child's paternity mm. and I, God, I hated it anyway. Right. And Violet said, part of me wanted to tell him, but part of me didn't and Vietnamese culture. We want our children to have a mother and father. And, um, and then finally Jasmine says, well, you know what, Riley, you have not been that great to her. no. No. And uh, and Riley's like, well, I still have to understand. Why can no one make me understand? And then only then can I process and move on. You'll never understand. You'll never understand. You're fucking clueless. And then that whole thing where he wants to. Dumbass. She's coming <laughs> to the U.S. on a tourist visa and he wants to meet and break bread. I'm like, no, you don't. He wants to interrogate her more. You know what I think he wants? This whole thing with Rosvin, it's that you spot it, you got it. I think he wants to fuck her again. Yep. He wants to have sex. Y'all, Boy. that's it. He, he even made himself, if possible, he might have looked almost not, not, didn't go as bad as Christian. <laughs> no. Boy, didn't that make you feel good? <clears throat> what? How everyone just came for him. We're going to talk about of that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, and then Violet says, I feel much lighter now. And then Sean goes, well, that was a lot to unpack. That was a lot to unpack. <laughs> Riley, what's next right, for right, you? Riley, what's next for you? And that's when you talk about Violet's coming on a tourist visa. We're going to break bread, and if it's God's will, so now we bring God as, into as it. As soon as Riley says God's will, you see Misha, they always get to Misha and mm. Nicola going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They look like the audience members just sitting out there. At Who a, were at the stock new, photos? The, you cannot yeah. convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah, they never show the audience with the cast. I, they remind me. What was that? Q thing? stock photo of crying woman. Yes, they look very much like the audience. In the what was that thing? It was a dehydrator where you could dehydrate me. The Ronco <laughs> food dehydrator from Ron Popeil. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we all know, and we all know what kind of, <laughs> what kind of chef dad is, right, audience? No, <laughs> dad can't cook. The clap, 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 applause. The Ronco food dehydrator. That this audience was straight out of that. And what do you do? You said it and forget it. I used to watch all those. I'm hot now. There has there has never been a more useless audience. This was such a dumb idea. You couldn't even hear them. I don't know what I don't know what this was here for. At least have an audience, maybe like you never heard them react. Like you never heard when she said she had a miscarriage. The audience go, oh, they showed some people crying. But <laughs> I'm just picturing, and Violet, I couldn't keep the baby. Aww. Oh, but still, <laughs> something. <laughs> you should hear audience tremble. Oh, yeah. You would hear yes. that. Yes. I think they might have. I think that felt like that might have been a little too exploitive. No. But let's. But let's. But not more than asking what about the paternity of the baby when the baby's yes. gone. I mean, at least they could have booed Christian. <clears throat> 
At least they could have cut. It to turns like, into a puppet show. When all they show the video of him talking to Deborah, they could have cut. To, they could have cut after they cut back to the tell all. You just see a woman to a black woman going, yeah, no, woman no, going, no, 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 looking at her friend. Going, Hell no. Uh 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 uh. That's what no. they needed. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about Christian and Cleo, shall we? Um. Yes. And after Tiffany's find love. We'll talk about them, and then we'll Chris, and then um, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll see where we are, and we might break after. We'll see. Yes, because um, I wrote a lot for Christian. Me and Cleo. too, y'all. She just left Minnesota three days ago. Three days ago, and she said we were shacked up. As he, in only the way that he can, he makes things. Everything is a performance. Everything. And, and, I've, and I've talked about my theory about him before and why he's so resistant because it's not, it's not just as easy to say he's a narcissist. It goes beyond that. It, I, I, my theory is, and, I, and I'll go into this later, it's a performative personality that he's created mm-hmm. that and he, does, he doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. He is completely almost yeah. unaware. It's a, some type of personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'll talk about where it where it came from, and I'm not trying to make him sound sympathetic because I think he's a complete douche nozzle. Oh, but at the end when he said, "I think I came off," I was exonerated. I was like, "Oh, you didn't get this at all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't get it at all. But I'm saying this. If you think about it, this explains it. Part of this explains why he believes uh, it's 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 more complex than simple narcissism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree um, with that. And so she just left Minnesota, and we were shacked up for a month. Um, she met all the women in his family, and 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 this is a question. She said it was great. She felt very included. They were really supportive. I thought I thought this was self-explanatory, but I understand why Sean had to ask it. I'm Could glad it, she did. It's like, what about why not the men? And he said, "Well, um, my." The men in my family are very like masculine, conservative, and hurtful things were said. And I was trying to shield Cleo from that. That was like the best thing he did. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And of course, Jane shows up, um, the friend, uh, and they're like, well, how do you feel? And they're like, well, it's a tough one. Sometimes I think Christian is too selfish and he has a hard time hearing Cleo. That is definitely true. That is true. Um. And, and y'all, the, the weirdest thing here is everything that Jane says, this is, this is the tricky thing. Jane has now been Chantelled, or, or Christian has been Chantelled to Jane. So everything bad that happens, mm-hmm. she tells Jane. Yes, 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 yes. All, And then once they've hashed it out, quote unquote, mm-hmm. where Cleo accepts his flaws she says no 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 but he's really good it feels like abuse cycle yes um all over again yeah and and then cleo said well we're on the verge of understanding each other better because christian says he's changing and i don't know how um and then jane says but he's still chatting with other girls and cleo goes oh my god (laughs) like she's annoyed that even saying it she does say and what something that comes up in this, and I'm glad that the cast members called him out on it. David keeps speaking for Cleo the or Christian keeps speaking for Cleo the entire yep. tell all, and it's 
It's frustrating. Literally, she'll be asked a question, or in this case, she started to talk, and she's like, well, um, and then Christian jumps in and says, well, let me explain, because I don't think she wants to say, let me mansplain for everyone. <sighs> yeah. I, I, And it's weird, though. I don't think it comes from a place of, she doesn't know what she's talking about. It comes from a place of, I'm afraid she may go to pieces mm-hmm. if this happens. Like I, I don't. I'm not defending him here. It's super specific Actually, for his I still reasoning. Think that's just as shitty. I, I agree with you, but because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing his motive behind yeah, I think it. The motive is just as shitty because the motive is saying, uh, I need to, I need to show her that I'm her, <laughs> that I take care of her, and that yep. she needs me instead of just letting her experience her own emotions. Right. Totally agree. Yeah, but it's different than specific. Mansplaining, which is you're dumb, you don't know what you're yeah, talking it's about. Actually, in a way, more not insidious, but just more <laughs> subtle and covert. Um, but it's his intention is very different. Yeah, on that but side, I still think it's but a, it still yeah. makes her feel unheard. Yeah, and I and it makes him. It I think it's very. It's still a. It makes her feel unheard, but it's still the way if he was just, she's a dummy and I've got to explain. Both the things he's doing, I think, are about him feeling better about himself. A t- whole 100%. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so later on. I mean, someone who starts a fucking group. Oh, don't get me started. The Steiners. The Steiners. Boy, we learned, y'all, this is some incel <sighs> shit. <laughs> This is, and all these friends, I guarantee, these weren't the hot friends we saw, because those are his Cerber mm-hmm. friends. He, I, y'all, if, I, it sounds like I know for sure he's a Cerber. I do. I promise you, either he worked in a bar I'll, or he was in a restaurant. I bet you he worked at Molly Murphy's. What's that? Remember, wasn't that the one in Dallas? The restaurant, a poodle's face. What you, the fuck are you talking about? I thought you were there. A lot of, I remember some people in school would work there. Molly Murphy's, it's one of those restaurants where everybody like plays a different character and they treat you a certain way. Like you've got Betsy the pirate or you've got- uh, I hate that shit. Or you've shit. got like, you know, Sebastian the burglar <laughs> or whatever. And they're- Why would anyone want to go to a place like that? I don't that? know. Or like, I don't know. I've heard know, like, like Ed DeBevick's where you they know, treat like, you like shit. Yeah, like Tevi the Cowboy, whatever. You got all these people that show up at the restaurant and they, they act a persona when they serve you food. And it's like you're... In- I can't think of anything I would want less. Y'all right have a right now in this moment, <laughs> there is nothing more. There's the no place. Terrible. There's no place that I would not rather be. It's like a medieval <laughs> times, but imagine medieval times... Uh, or that pirate place, uh, which was started by the family of medieval times, because they had a falling out, and so they left and said, "Fuck you, we're going to start a pirate what restaurant." What the fuck? How do you <laughs> fucking know this? <laughs> but anyway, so that it's like imagine the medieval times people came and served you food and were your waiter as well in character. That's what Molly Murphy's. Don't they do that at medieval times? Do they? I haven't been a long but time. The fact that they're like choosing a. I'm having. I need to. We need to move on. I'm having lots of problems well, with no, this character-driven. Don't you think Christian would work at a place like that? One hundred percent. He would love it. So, y'all, this whole Steiner thing. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, but she, uh, 
the, he gets right to it. He's like, well, there was the, there was one instance, but well, we talked about it. And so Cleo says, Chris is like, we have this kind of group called like Steiner Anonymous. It's a Discord server. And this gal, he says gal, this gal joined and she was kind of active. And Cleo's like, she was active with you. She made it clear that she found you attractive. And he's like, she called me cute. I like making friends. I but- cast a very wide net. Uh, God. And, and one of the girls, it's that Amanda, who don't worry, y'all, she gets. <laughs> Holy old. shit. She gets red for filth, too. It's great. Well, I, I'd want to save this for the second show yes, like, because it was it brought tears to my eyes how beautiful this was. It was. It was great. It was great. This was a good tell. This <gasps> has, they, like Poodle said before we started. They- Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Saved all the good shit for this second. They half. saved. This was chock full of nuts. It was nuts. Yes, of beautiful nuts. But Amanda does have some good. Where Amanda said she was like, "Yeah, you just keep justifying your actions with excuses," and and she said, "Do you even care that you hurt her?" And Christian says, "Well, I regret. I regret it now because I hurt her." When Riley tells you wrong answer, buddy, <laughs> you're in some shit. You're you're walking the wrong path if Riley See, is telling you that, this is this is oh, that do this, this screen again. This is the thing. It's this he literally uh he keep he can't see what he was doing was flirting because it's almost like a personality disorder. He has created this persona because y'all, this is this is an act. This isn't him. The actual Christian is probably not even that extroverted. This well, is something he's had to do to because he's felt completely and utterly inadequate. Well, it was gro- I agree with that, but it was and it was gross watching this clip of him. Talking oh, it was to disgusting. Deborah. It was so it was but I'm, so him hitting on her. But I'm what I'm saying is I think this man watched and you can tell everything's performative. Even it's not authentic at all. And it feels like he'd watched guys at a bar or watched guys on TV flirt with girls. Mm -hmm. And that's the persona he adapted. It's a bit of like, I don't think he is, but y'all, sociopaths mimic. That's the way they like kind of learn I could see that more than narcissists. Mm -hmm. 
That's the thing. It is how, <clears throat> but he doesn't get it. He does not. He, and he, he can't. Not, he can't see how people see him. And he says. Cleo is getting, you can tell Cleo, this is why they showed it. Cleo is just, that's where she was disassociating. She gets so well, frozen up as she watches. And to me, this, when he says, they, they show extended footage. When he says, I relish these moments when I'm alone. I'm like a wolf on the prowl. This is all an act. Yeah. He thinks he's having to say that because he's trying to be like a hyper-sexualized masculine but man. But at the same time, like the cast said, like, then what do you mean when you say wolf exactly. on the prowl? What is that? And he tries to blow it off and say, well, that just means I like to talk to No, that's not no, no, no. actually what wolf on the prowl means. Believe me, I do a podcast with someone <laughs> who calls himself a wolf on the prowl. But I'm saying people who talk like that... And would say that it's cartoonish. Mm -hmm. It's not real. It's not real. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It what the what he's what what's happening is he's he doesn't believe after he sees it, he goes, Oh, wait, they're really gonna think that because that's not me. They don't know me. Mm -hmm. Because part of him has somehow separated that. Mm -hmm. But he because anyone else who sees this goes, what an absolute douche. Yeah. And anyway, so y'all talking with who we find out later is Deborah, the Thanksgiving chick. Mm -hmm. So he goes, "Yeah, it's, it's." I wrote, "Oh my God, Deborah's here." It's good with me and my girlfriend, except for hiccups. Like she didn't want to tell people we've been intimate, and eventually I'd have to tell my Steiners, and she's like, "What's that? What's that? That's a community of uh, like-minded people, and you know, you know, you're a cool person." And when where'd you're a you Steiner, get the name? Where'd you get the name from? We have like a, it's like a code word. Instead of saying "I got laid," you say "I got some Stein." You and get you, it? And you see her face just kind of go. <laughs> It's just the, it is actually the facial recognition of ooh. No, she, she swallowed ew. bile. Yeah, just <laughs> ooh. And then as soon as he says that, she's like, well, all right, I got to go. And he's like, you want to come to Thanksgiving? She's like, ah, I'm leaving the country tomorrow. Thanks. Uh, and with that, <laughs> we're going to play another version of Reality Gaze oh. Lightning Round. Oh, we don't have the dinger. Christina, Christina you can add it. it. Can I have um, some MMs while we do this? No. <laughs> then you could be tall. Your, your mouth's going to be full. But it's a game. I thought it'd be fun. No. Well, then why did you buy the MMs? The MMs are for Lutra and to give us energy. That's true. All right. So the lightning round topic is besides I'm going to Belgium. Mm hmm. What are mm -hmm. some of the other excuses that who we now person now and was Deborah, Deborah, Deborah said not to go to Thanksgiving? Deborah. Because y'all, this woman had no plans. No, she was <laughs> staying in London. And she had nowhere to, to go for Thanksgiving. She had, no, she yeah, she stayed at home and was going to be sad. Yeah, and stayed at home. And she went, was grateful. Fuck, I'm glad I'm not with that asshole. So men are idiots. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I'll start for you first. Um, okay. Uh, instead of going to Thanksgiving dinner, Deborah said she's going. She's thought about saying what? To collect semen from dying penguins in Antarctica. Good one. Instead of saying she was going to Belgium, Deborah could have also said that she was going to um, where? She's joining a convent. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Love Instead that. of going to Belgium, what could Deborah have said she's going to do on Thanksgiving? Jump off a cliff to get away from him. Good one. 
Instead of saying she was going to go to Belgium, where could Deborah say that she was going to get away from Christian? Uh, to to have her vestigial tail removed. <laughs> It's vestigial. It's just little. You can barely see it's it. It's a little one. So the edge, it's the very bottom of her spine. Trigger warning if you have a vestigial tail. <laughs> Instead of going to Thanksgiving dinner, we're going to Belgium. Where did Deborah say she was going? Uh, she's going to go to Freddie Mercury's grave to do her yearly vigil. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and finally, oh. instead of going to saying that she's going to Belgium, where is Deborah telling Christian she's going this year for Thanksgiving? She's going to Italy to meet Robert Langdon to finally tell him the secret <laughs> of the Mona Lisa. Yahweh and sing. It was a Da Vinci Code reference. I know. That's why I said oh. a Catholic hymn. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are they doing a play? Remember, remember, remember they're doing a play version of that? Oh, Fucking Michael Yuri. I'm Robert Langdon. I'm walking around Italy looking for the Pope and all the oh God Wilson. Wilson, there's all the Catholic stuff. Oh, it's all demons. Where's that guy with the weird back? That was a terrible film. Oh, it was not a good film. The book was good. Ish. Really? I read it because it goes. It's one of those like. You know what I think? Anyway, it would have been better. Would have been a better television show. Great. Um, anyway, not that, a play. That was a great lightning round. It was a great um, lightning y'all, round. she considered all those options. All of them. <laughs> all of them. And y'all, later on, she's a class act. I wrote that, Deborah. Yes. Yeah. So Cleo, Cleo she, he, Christian even says, "Is this bad?" This is that. This is why there is. We're talking about dissociation before. This with her, is, with him. Yeah, this is, this is, there's either, I, I'm always scared to say sociopathy, but there is a disconnect between like his- variousness with no, him. No, 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 that's the but thing. there's something off. Yeah. It's, I think it's like personality, full on personality disorder. There's something off. Yeah. Deborah even watching it back, because she says, yeah, watching that back and knowing now, and I know I'm like- Whoa, why she felt like he was hitting on her. Yeah. Cause there are guys who are like this. So even, but it happens yeah. naturally. I think there it's are douchebags who it's are a natural. Bit of misogyny too. Oh, totally. Because this idea of, well, I didn't when I patted your butt, little lady, I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. I just wanted you to know that I appreciated you. That's where all the impetus of this starts. And the same thing of if she is watching it and her and Deborah now is saying, I feel like you were hitting on me, and he still goes, No, no. Bitch, she was in the room. She was in the yeah. room. You were talking to her. That is like rule 101 of how to deconstruct misogyny is men have to think about and listen when women tell them how you make them feel. Right. Fucking listen to that. And even Misha says, uh, he says, uh, Cleo says, Him being so extroverted, I feel like I'm not enough for him. And and Christian see, see, that's not true. And Misha says, but that's how she, she feels. feels. Yeah. And it was just like I like Misha. But it was like it was like the most revelatory thing yes. said for their situation. Yes, yes. Well, because she goes with that with Nicola a little bit. Of because him not. Exactly. They're both mansplaters. Because what what Christian 
thinks about how uh, Cleo feels is he can say, what are you? No, that's green. He can say, well, she doesn't really know my heart. And it really, I know she feels that way, but that's not right. But it doesn't really matter what he thinks is right if her feelings about what is happening are completely at odds. Yeah. And that's what he he will never fully understand. No, because it's the empathy thing. Because empathy is what leads us as as a white person going, well, I don't mean to be racist, but when I say this, people that are my black friends take it this way yeah. and change that behavior. It's not about my feelings. It's about their experience. And it's such, a, it's such a small, easy thing for me to do to not be racist. It's so freeing, actually, because <laughs> you go like, yeah, it's so not hard to do. And it's not in. Yeah. I let go of my ego. It's to me, it's like the pronoun thing. It's like pronouns yes. and saying it's such an Easy for for me. It's such an easy thing to say. My pronouns are he and him, but some people really get upset about they it. Really get upset the, to about. Si- to say that um, when it's such <sighs> a when it's such a small small gesture that means so much to people. Um, but you know, we're not going to resolve this tonight. <laughs> Y'all, she brings out her old good ones. But are there any plans, Christian and Cleo? And this is goes back to that performative <clears throat> thing. This is when Christian basically totally. asks her to marry him. This is a scene from a rom-com. And what the saddest part about it to me to me is everyone else kind of goes, huh? Not Cleo. Because this woman is so desperate for love and validation. She literally goes, oh. You know, you know what it is? I just realized it. It was really. He's an ooh. actor. And because of her autism. It, she, mm. it's, it feels real to her. It, she can't see through it. She can't, no. Yeah, she can't see through it. In fact, it actually probably, that provides, she thinks it adds clarity. Yes, yes. Y'all, they're going to be together. I think they're going to get married. Just get used to it. And he's going to cheat on her. I agree with you. Yeah, he's going to 100% cheat on her. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think the relationship will not be a comfortable one. <laughs> no, 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 get ready. She will. Nope. Uh, In five years, we will mark my words. This is also. We will see Cleo on the single line. What I call a preposal. It was a preposal. A This was not a proposal, but a preposal. This means, this means, hey, what would you think if I asked you to get married? And then your person's like, is this a proposal? You're like, no, no. I'm just gauging your feelings so you won't reject me outright when I do it. I do it. A or, preposal. Or you won't also be mad at me and think about me hitting on this woman in front of millions of people. Yes. Because now I want to marry you. This was one it of was the totally most divergent. disturbing things I've ever seen. Yeah. And how Cleo was so into it. Come out of us. Come out. Come at us, psychology sissies. Because I know, but it's been forever since I practiced. So if you have more experience, with I, it, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I this person, he he truly is. He truly confuses me. Yeah, he does. Because I I really do believe this is a whole personality created because he himself feels so inadequate around women, 
other men. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he literally became this kind of um, uh, com- combination of all little of like his friends who he thought were like hot guys and like people on the movies, people mm-hmm. in TV. I guarantee you he loves Robert Redford movies. Oh, yeah. That, well, he did that. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll see you in Casablanca. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, it's, it's all a hodgepodge yeah. persona. Um, this is not official. Not official proposal. Not official. Deborah Lee, she's a classic. My favorite is, is Jasmine saying, I feel very motherly about Cleo. And if this man hurts him, I will kill him. <laughs> and, to, and then they asked Jane. They're like, Jane, how are you? Feeling? She's like, I'm shattered. <laughs> But thanks, Jane. Thanks, Jane. Oh, Jane, sorry. Bad signal. Bye. And she just sees black screen. <laughs> Jane's saying, well, I'm shattered. Shattered. Because <laughs> guess what, Jane? Cleo will dump you until she's having a rough time. And then you will be her Natalie yeah, like say, Ashley. You're going to be her Natalie. You'll be her scooter girl. You will. And because she doesn't need you when she's in a great place. No, she doesn't. Yeah. That's all right. I, I think, think we need to leave this I here. I think we need to leave this here. I think we need to leave this here, y'all. That is your part one of Next this time, tell-all. we'll talk about David and Sheila. David, who had everybody crying. David and Sheila, Amanda gets her just desserts, and it is sweet. And it's so sweet. And it's served up to her by her own fucking but her sister. her own fucking sister. Ohio <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Oh! <laughs> it this, is good. This was beautiful. It was beautiful. Beautiful. All right, everybody. So we're going to go um, take a little break and we'll be back. And for part two, until then, go to realitygays.com. That's where you can find everything about it. It's so pretty to do this podcast and look out at Central Park. I know. It's so pretty. Are they fucking out there? Oh, I hope I so. I hope so. All right, everybody. So we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Sorry, I was dissociating. <laughs> If you know what, if you like to dissociate, <laughs> then you know what you can do. You can call us. You can call us. I feel like I dissociate every time you say an Oklahoma story. Back home in Molly uh, Malone's or Murphy's, <laughs> I disassociate. Bye, y'all. <laughs>